Yom Truah, the Feast of Trumpets, and Rosh Hashanah, marking the date when you completed all your, your creation, Almighty Father. We want to give you glory and honor and praise. So we lift up our Jewish people who do not know Messiah around this whole earth as they're entering as of last night this feast. May the meaning behind the feast, may he who is not the shadow, but the foundation and the light of the world who is Messiah Yeshua be revealed to our people's eyes and hearts and minds this year. Almighty sovereign God, may you remove the veil from our people's eyes this year that they can recognize who Yeshua is, the Redeemer of all mankind. First of all, the Jewish people, who are to be a light to the nations. These are solemn times, Almighty God. And there are many Jewish people throughout this earth who are taking inventory on their actions, how they've lived their lives this past year. So, um, Almighty God, we pray for your compassion, your mercy to be bestowed upon them. Reveal the truth of the good news. Cause us who have, have come into your kingdom, both those from the nations, Almighty God, who know Yeshua as a Redeemer. Give them boldness to go forth and speak to go and to behold a Jewish person in their lives that God has ordained for their, their paths to cross, Almighty God. May they cause that Jewish person to become jealous in that this person from the nations knows who the Messiah is, Almighty God. We just pray that they would show those individuals love and compassion Show them great understanding, Almighty God, to show them mercy. And may these people from the nations who have been grafted in the Commonwealth of Israel be a bridge to the Jewish people that they can come to know Messiah through Yeshua by seeing how God has transformed these people's lives from the nations, Almighty God. May it stir my people, the Jewish people, to jealousy to no end, Almighty God, that you would pour out your spirit afresh upon your people, Almighty God, unto the Jewish people. Bless them, Father, as many of them are now meeting in seclusion and celebrating these high holy days, Almighty God. Refresh their mind and let them know this, that it was you that called them, Father, to be kings and priests, Almighty God. But they desired to have a mediator, and so you allowed Moshe to be the mediator, Almighty God. You have always desired to have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with every man, woman, and child of the nation of Israel, Almighty God. And so we pray in humility, Almighty God with contrite hearts, that you would show forth your mercy and your love and your compassion. Remove the veil from our people's eyes, Almighty God. 
and may their names be inscribed in the book of life, the man, the Lamb's book of life. We ask this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, today's message is entitled, Months of Returning to Abba, Returning to the Father. See, this is what Rosh Hashanah, the blowing of the trumpets, is, Yom Truah, for us. And those of you who have been grafted into the Commonwealth of Israel, this is a call coming out to you too. Return to the Father. Don't be, have your eyes fixed on what's going on in your nation or at your workplace or in your home life. Have your eyes fixed upon the Father. Return to the Father. Traditionally, during this time, the Jewish people are preparing themselves. They have contrite hearts. They look on this, these past seven months. Have I done, have I lived a life that is honoring to Abba, Father, God? That's the question that's before them. Rosh Hashanah, the anniversary of the creation in its completeness. Yom Truah, the Feast of Trumpets. This year, Teshri 1. What year are we living now? 2020? According to the Jewish calendar, it is 5781. These are the two fall feasts that occur this year. In 2020, the month of September 1st, and the last is in October of these three feasts. These are Moed, these appointed times. If we were living in the land of Israel today, we would be traveling towards Jerusalem to be in that city. But you know what's amazing? If we were to go to Israel today, we would have to sit in 14 days of quarantine. And what is the edict that has gone from the Knesset? Is that you cannot travel more than 500 meters from your own home. A pandemic is going on. And so the Jewish people who are living in the land and throughout the world are living underneath the same pandemic. And you know what? Abba, Father, God still sits on the throne. He recognizes what's going on, and it's his divine presence is with us even today. And even if you look at us today, the congregation seat of Abraham, we are participating by what? By on phone, by laptops, via Zoom. This is truly a miracle of God. And so this is God's orchestration for us for such a time as this. We are to have humble hearts. Just as this shofar that I'm now holding up before the, the camera is bent. Notice this, it's not standing proud. It's bent as all shofars are. It's a symbol of humility. Do we have humble hearts? that we must come before the Lord in supplication and submission to his will. 
his will, not our own. We are to be about what the Father's business in building his kingdom and his kingdom alone. So right now, just as the high priest, prior to him getting ready for Yom Kippur, he would set himself aside for seven days. He would be separated from everyone. God has called every individual upon this earth to be as one of his priests who have received Yeshua as their Messiah. God desired the whole nation of Israel to be a nation of priests. In the Brit Hadashah, it says this, he has called us to be what? Both kings and priests. And what sacrifice are we to bring? But to offer ourselves on what? A holy altar. Which is what? Our true spiritual worship. Brother Allen shared earlier about our father Abraham, who those who are from his loins and those who have been grafted in, they put their face and trust in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so today's Torah portion, here was Abraham, and he was taking his son, his most beloved possession on this whole earth. He had waited many, many years for this son to be born. And at the age of 100, his son was born. God's word and his promises are true. They are yes and they are amen. So what is God calling us to do today? But to offer our bodies as a holy and living sacrifice. Have you ever looked at Romans chapter uh, 12 verses 1 and 2 before? And then read, as Alan read today, Genesis Berejit chapter 22. Isaac was a type of Messiah in that he was willing to lay down his life when his father asked him to. But notice this, Abba, Father God, sent his angel to stay Father Abraham's hand from plunging the knife into his only son and supplied what? A ram, which was a symbol and a type of Messiah. Now that ram was taken and put upon that altar and was sacrificed. But notice this, Isaac's life was then to be what? A living sacrifice unto God. You see the correlation here? God desires his priests not to bring a bullock or a ram or a lamb, but to offer our lives as a holy living sacrifice. And if you read in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says that is his acceptable worship. So God is calling us outside of ourselves. The days are short upon this earth right now. We don't know tomorrow if we're going to be living. But we're to be what? Both kings and priests upon the earth. Proclaiming not our kingdom. And drawing people unto ourselves, but drawing all 
towards Yeshua, who is the Messiah. Going on with the message. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, begins at the evening of September 27, 2020, with the Kol Nidre, which is what? All vows. Service, and it ends on the evening of September 28, 2020. Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, or Booths, begins on the evening of October 2nd and lasts for what? Eight days. On the evening of October 10th, 2020, it ends. Continuing. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Holy, holy, holy. So what now is God saying to us during these holy months? He's saying, return to me. Just as a prodigal son returned to his father, and if we're truly honest, there are areas in our life that we have all been like prodigal sons. None of us are perfect. To return, shuva in Hebrew. Return to our Father in heaven with all our heart and soul. That's what God wants from us. He wants our heart and our soul. He will not take anything less. Because he's given us all. The very breath we breathe, it comes from him. In him, we move and we have our being. Going forward. The shofar call to return. The shofar or a ram's horn. It plays a major role in the high holy days. Since its piercing sound is a call for God's people to what? To repent. And to what? To return to him. I believe this. Every man, woman, and child on this earth should be doing acts of repentance. For we serve a holy God. The shofar is sounded a hundred times on Yon Trua alone. Think about that. What would happen if people walked outside of their homes today and blew the shofar 100 times? Don't you think everyone in the neighborhood, someone would probably call the police or something and say, hey, something's going on over at uh, the Davis home today, there in Pillager. That rabbi's out there, and he, he's been blowing that shofar a hundred times today. Wouldn't that draw attention? And once the people gathered around and said, why are you blowing the shofar? I would say to them, God desires for you to return to him with a contrite, repentant heart. Now go in your home, shut off your TV, shut off your internet, shut off all these time, these things, and just go before him. The shofar, it calls to mind the often repeated concept of the season. Sin, admitting sin in our lives, 
repentance, forgiveness, and mercy, and the kingship of God the Father. The fatherhood of God is also emphasized in one of the major prayers being done today. And you know what that is? Alvinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. I will just go into the English translation here, because I promised that this message would be brief. Our Father, our King, be merciful unto us. Be merciful unto us. For we have done no deeds commending us unto you. For we have no deeds commending us to you. So we ask, be merciful. Save us, we pray. The Hebrew word for repentance is what? Teshuva. It literally means to return. Go to the place where you have drifted off God's path. God desires for us to walk with him. Remember Yeshua's last words to his Talmudim as he ascended up into the heavens? Go now proclaim the good news, but know this, I will send a comforter to you who shall do what? Who shall lead you into all truth. Teshuva, repenting and turning, is both turning away and turning towards something. So have you been focused on the things going on in the world this year? Have you lost focus on what is eternal? Have you forgotten that there's someone sitting upon the throne in the heavens that is orchestrating everything that's going on in this world right now? He is not shocked, nor is he surprised. This is part of his orchestration. And he allows things to be stirred up in our lives so that we would do what? Stop focusing on the things, and we can't control these things, and to look up on high. For where does our Redeemer come? Where is our hope? But he who sits on a, upon the throne in the heavens, Abba, Father, God. Teshuvah is both a turning away and a turning toward, a turning from wrong, the wrong path and returning to the right one. Can't we all testify? There have been times in our lives where we have walked off the path that Yeshua and the Ruach HaKodesh was leading us down? Absolutely. But he does not stand there and chastise us, but he says, simply come back, Rabbi Frank, come back to the path that I've set you on and come now and follow me. So in the returning to God, there is both a what? A change of heart and a change of one's life. Who wants to improve? I do. I want to be transformed in the image and likeness and character of Yeshua, my Messiah. That's every believer's desire. And if it's not your heart's desire currently, then you need to go into that quiet place 
and allow the spirit of living God to speak to your heart and allow you to return to your first love, who is Yeshua, your Redeemer. Throughout the Tanakh, the Hebrew Scriptures, the first covenant, we hear the voice of God like a shofar calling his people to repent and return to him. Think about when, when Moshe was upon the Mount Sinai and he was bringing down those tablets of God's Torah upon his commandments, upon those stone tablets. What were they hearing? But the blowing of the shofar. Come back, wake up, return. This call has never changed. Return, shuvo. O backsliding children, says Adonai, for I am married to you. Where is that? Jeremiah 3.14. Turn, turn, shuvo, shuvo from your evil ways. For why should you die, O house of Israel? Who said those words? Adonai. But who wrote them down? Ezekiel 33, 11. Cast away from you all the transgressions which you have committed and get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. For why should you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of one who dies, says the Lord, the Lord God. Therefore, turn and live. Where is that found? Ezekiel 18, 31 through 32. How is repentance or returning connected with death? Well, the whole Bible makes it clear that sin is connected with spiritual death. Beginning where? In the Garden of Eden and separation from God. Twice in Ezekiel chapter 18, God says these words, the soul who sins will die. Ezekiel 18, 4 and 20. The Brit Hadashah confirms this, for the wages of sin is death, but it doesn't stop there. But the gift of God is eternal life in Messiah Yeshua. Romans 6.23. Truth to Shuva, according to Jewish thought, begins with a realize, realization of having sinned. I've fallen short of the glory of God. As Messianic Jews, we see the Ruach HaKodesh actively being involved in showing us our sin. That's part of his work. To show us where we err. And you know this, we can walk in integrity and enjoy knowing this, that the spirit of the living God will never lead us into condemnation. He brings about conviction so that when we are in error, we can then turn and be reconciled unto the Father and to the Son and through the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. And we can be reconciled one to another walking in unity, and final perfect purpose of exalting and exhorting one another, lifting one another up, and building God's kingdom together. Realization of guilt is not enough. The, fin the sinner what must forsake his way. 
He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes him will have mercy. Where is that found? Proverbs 28, 13. There are therefore three conditions now necessary for teshuva, according to Jewish tradition. One, regret for sins. Are you sorry that you have fallen short of the glory of God and you've injured your brother and sister in Messiah or those who are living around about you outside Messiah? So first is the correction of thoughts. See, we may harbor indignation in our hearts and our minds. And that's why Yeshua, when he spoke out, about the heart. He said that you could sin within your heart. Let's move forward. Next is confession. That is a correction of speech. The first area of confession is saying this, Spirit of the living God, Ruach HaKodesh, thank you for revealing to me the error of my ways. Yes, I have committed that sin. That's freedom, my brothers and sisters in Messiah, because Hasatan, our enemy, wants us to be enslaved in sin and condemnation. Third, de detesting from objectional conduct and a firm resolution never to backslide. And what is backsliding simply? Reverse of that, correction of our actions. Moving on. In the Brit Hadashah, Yeshua's ministry began with what? Teshuva. He was calling the nation to repentance. From that time on, Yeshua began proclaiming, turn from your sins to God, for the kingdom of God is near you. That was his message at the beginning, in the middle, and the end. Where is that found? Matthew 4, 17. Yeshua came into Gal Galilee, proclaiming the good news from God. Time has come, and the kingdom is near. Just think about that. The kingdom is near for us. Turn to God from your sins and believe the good news. Where is that from? Mark 1, 14 through 15. A turning and returning now is necessary. Turning from sin and returning to whom? To the Father. Just as a prodigal son had to be reconciled unto the Father, so we as prodigal sons and daughters must return to Abba, Father God. His love makes it possible even in the most hardest of all hearts. God's kindness is intended to lead us, to turn us from our sins. Next, returning during the days of awe. The 10 days between Yom Trua, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, are called Yamin Norim, days of awe. That's when we're to, I know we have to work, but we're to take time every day and go into the Father's presence 
and allow the spirit of the living God to reveal the truth of how we're living our lives. Is it pleasing in the sight of the Father or is it not? These are the days of repentance, of turning to God, in which people are called to realize the chasm between them and what they believe and how they live. I have to repeat that. These are the days of repentance and turning to God in which people are called to realize the chasm between what we believe and how we live. See, many times we have a much higher opinion of ourselves, do we not? I stand guilty. These days, we are to examine ourselves and our relationships, both with Yeshua and all others. These are days that are characterized by what heartfelt prayer. Not just ones that you do at rote. Just simply recite them, then you're done. And has, has ban ha nasfeh, which means taking stock of one's soul. How do I really stand in God's presence? How does the Father see me? We're asking Yeshua to allow us to see ourselves as he sees us. This is an inner accounting, what the Brit Hadishah calls for self-examination. The Sabbath that occurs during the 10 days of repentance is called Shabbat Shuva. The Sabbath of what? Return. Because it's a special Haftor readings begins with the words, Shuva Yisrael, O Israel return. Where is that from? Hosea 14.1. We now live in awesome days. Whatever the world's situation might be this month, September 2020, you can be sure that Abba Father God has not been caught by surprise. He is still in control. We're not to fear man or fear anything, but we're to fear the Lord. He has the whole world in his hands. Why? It all belongs to him, and it's going to return to him. You were created in his image and likeness, and he desires for you to return, being transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the word of God, so that you'll be transformed in the image and likeness and character of his son. That is the work of the Ruach HaKodesh upon us, upon this earth. As now for us, the main thing is to make sure that we are as close to Abba, Father God, as we can be. Is there anything that I possess that takes his place in my life? These are questions we have to ask ourselves. Examine yourselves to see whether you're living a life of trust. Test yourselves and don't you realize that Yeshua, Messiah, is in you unless you pass the test. Where is that found? 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, Try even harder to make your being called 
and chosen a certainty. For if you do keep this, you will never stumble. Where is that found? Second Peter or Second Kepha one ten. So the questions are this: How are we doing spiritually? Now we would have an opinion of ourselves, but we're to ask the Ruach Hakodesh, the one who can fill us with Yeshua's Spirit. How am I doing spiritually? Has our intimacy with Yeshua, with Yeshua, deepened in this past year, or is he someone that we just want to entertain on Shabbat? And the rest of our lives are, that's my time. Going forward. Are the relations with our family and friends pleasing to Abba, Father God? Our opinion? Or do we desire his opinion? Are we seeking to do the will of God on a daily basis? Next, are we producing fruits? Fruits of righteousness and holy living. Not a holiness that we have esteemed to reach, but are we allowing the Ruach HaKodesh to instruct us how to walk and live in true holiness? Next, are we walking in the works of Abba, Father God, has already prepared and ordained for us to do? Or have we simply walked off the path? Are we following after this man or this woman, this spiritual leader in our lives? Are we hearing the voice of the Father? Are we hearing the voice of the Son? Are we hearing the voice of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Spirit of the living God? Have we allowed sin in our lives to compromise our faith, our trust in Yeshua? These are the awesome days. We should pray as King David did. Hear his words. Examine me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there's any hurtful way in me. And lead me along the way of eternal life. Where is that found? In Psalms, Tehillim in Hebrew, 139, 23 through 24. I agree with Maimonides, who was a famous Jewish rabbi who lived in the 12th century. On his interpretation of the shofar sounds heard throughout this solemn season, this is what he said. Awake all you who are asleep. Raise yourselves, all you who slumber, and search your deeds and repent, and remember your Creator. Are you focused on this pandemic? Are you focused on this upcoming election here in the United States? Or are you focused on your Creator? And may every one who proclaims Yeshua as their Messiah, go and vote as the Ruach HaKodesh is leading you to vote in this election here in America. For senators, for congressmen, for local mayors, allow the Spirit of the living God to guide you. Let us return to Abba Father God with prayers of forgiveness and mercy, 
with love for him and thankful hearts. Let him hear our voices as we cry out together. We're coming to you, Abba, Father God. Please do not take your presence from us. It's our heart's desire to live for you and to know your presence and to fulfill your call upon our lives. We humble ourselves before you. We repent of our sins. We ask for mercy and forgiveness. Transform us in the image and likeness of your son, Yeshua. To your name be all praise and glory and honor. In Yeshua's name, amen. Yeshua says to everyone that you need to return, not only to Abba, Father God, but to their family. Abba, Father God is saying to you what he said to Yaakov, Jacob. Adonai said to Yaakov, return to the land of your ancestors, to your kinsmen, and I will be with you. Where is that found? In Genesis 31.3, Bereshit in Hebrew. There will be an awesome reunion reconciliation for all of us. Shabbat Shalom.